Health is Wealth, and this is where we're going to talk about it. The Small Conversations for a Better World podcast with hosts Jillian McCormick and Susanna Steers. This podcast represents the opinions of the hosts and or their guests to the show. The content is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice nor establish legal standard of care. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Small Conversations for a Better World podcast. I'm Susanna Steers. And I'm Jillian McCormick. Today, we thought we'd do something a little bit different. It's just Sue and I here today. We've been planning and working on season three for months now, and we just felt we needed to drop in here and have a bit of a chat about where we've been, what we've learned, and where we're going for season three. It drops in one week on Friday, January 1st, 2021. For those of you who might just be tuning in for the first time, let's reintroduce ourselves and the concept of the show. How about you go first? My name is Susanna Steers, and I'm a Pilates and Integrated Movement Specialist and owner of Moving Spirit Pilates Studio in North Vancouver. I work with people to improve their movement, to build stability, stamina, strength, and mobility, so they can happily do whatever it is they want to do in the world. Whether we realize it or not, our fitness is deeply influenced by how we move, not just how much we move. So in our studio, we develop personalized movement programs for each person that walks through the door. So every individual is building skills and strength in a way that supports them best. With this very personal focus, our clientele tends to be pretty diverse. Obviously, we do some straight-up Pilates fitness for everyone with a view to optimizing movement patterns in the process. We also create programs to deal with the various different needs of athletes and dancers, folks who are recovering from injuries or illness, people who want to remain active as they age, and people who want to develop a deeper relationship with their own bodies in motion. It's really cool because we've got people at all kinds of different levels working together in the room at the same time, learning from each other. Um, so that's me. Over to you, Jillian. <laughs> Thanks, Sue. My name is Jillian McCormick, and I'm a pelvic health physiotherapist in North Vancouver, and I'm currently obsessed with the fact that I live and work in my community, and I get to walk to work every day. I see people with vaginas and people with penises in my practice, though more of the types of folks with vaginas. I treat issues of pelvic dysfunction like incontinence, constipation, pelvic organ prolapse, and pain. Pain with sex, pain with periods, pain related to, you don't know why you have pain. I treat that stuff. I treat all the regular physio stuff too, and I really appreciate when I get to assess and treat like an ankle sprain. <laughs> or a rotator cuff tear. It's very exciting. I use a whole person approach um, to uh, all problems that come through the door of my clinic where I take a detailed health and movement history. And I actually assess the person in movement and I determine where the first place in their kinetic chain um, moves not optimally is. Uh, and then that's typically what I treat. The approach is called connect therapy and it's based on the premise that everything is connected. And that theme just comes up again and again in all the areas and roles of my life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So, Sue, let's tell the people, why did we decide to start a podcast in the first place? Yeah, well, you know, we came to it in a really interesting way, kind of talking as as girlfriends tend to do. Um, but one of the things for me that was most important is that 
that in my Pilates studio every day, I see evidence of how all the seemingly disparate elements of our daily lives, our movements, our habits, our nutrition, our sleep cycles, our emotional states, and all of those kind of things come together every day to influence how we live in and experience our bodies, our lives, and our world. We like to think that we can compartmentalize all those things into tidy little boxes. And boy, I sure try. But the reality is that we can't. So all these things affect and are affected by each other. I see it in fitness all the time. So when we started this podcast, I saw it as an opportunity to explore all the things that I hadn't really thought about yet with really smart people who were thinking about different things than I was thinking about. I wanted a deeper understanding of my world and how everything connects so I could make better choices about how I manage my own life and how I lead the people that I work with. So one year in, I've learned that this interconnected web is even more complex than I imagined and that I have to be more intentional in my choices about just about everything. Well, I love to hear a person's story, and I've been privileged to hear thousands of patient stories over the years. And after this many years, there are themes that are repeated over and over. Um, and that somewhere like health exists on a micro level and on a macro level. And it's like we need to be able to zoom in sometimes and zoom out other times to really have the whole picture in mind. That's a great way to put it. So I've loved over the course of the year how you and I have hit that place of big picture versus small picture, global versus individual, whole person versus whole community. Um, and besides, I've gotten to ask a lot of questions of really smart people. Um, let's see why I always have questions. <laughs> Insatiable curiosity. I think oh. it's a good thing. <laughs> so... If you're just tuning in, thank you. You should go back and listen to season one and season two. We have some really wonderful content there. And for context, it's our birthday. We launched our first episode in early January of 2020 uh, with Dr. David Patrick of the BCCDC. Last year, at this time, we were deep in editing hell. <laughs> Everything about podcasting was new for us last fall. Pitching a guest, prepping for an interview, actually interviewing someone, recording, editing, you name it. It was new. And like all new things, it did not always go smoothly. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brian Wilson is our sound guy. And he's Susanna's husband. Hey. He's a professional musician. And in the beginning, pre-COVID, we got to record our episodes in his studio. Remember that? It seems so radical now, all that eye contact and being together, <laughs> crammed into this fascinating little room with instruments uh, and, and what turned out to be a naval sword on the wall, <laughs> which was pointed out That's to us immediately, immediately by Candace Kelshaw. Um, of course, her family has a long naval history, but I hadn't actually noticed the sword before because there were just so many other things to look at in the tiny room. And you know, I gotta say this one too, funny story. You might have noticed that our logo is a coffee cup and our tagline is that we'll have the coffee on for our next conversation. 
that's because the little conversations that you have with people, you know, over coffee or tea or wine, whatever, those are the conversations that work on you and help you figure something out. Like maybe your health or what immunizations to give your kid, or maybe that you need to find a counselor to help you work through something, or maybe you should ask your doctor to check on your thyroid levels, or you learn about things happening around the world. So while the coffee is a theme here, we don't actually have coffee in the studio. (laughs) So we got called out on this pretty early by Candace Kelshaw, who did, in fact, request a cup of coffee before we got started. And we didn't have one for her. It was a bit of an embarrassing moment. Thanks, Candace, for putting up with us. <laughs> so, Sue, tell the people one thing that has surprised you this past year of conversations. Well, you know, Jillian, I think that the biggest revelation for me is that in all our conversations with authorities and specialists in various fields and across disciplines, I mean, whoever thought we'd be putting health and security together in the same sentence? Even though we've reached across seemingly wide spaces, literally everyone talked about the interconnectedness of things. It seems like purely bottom line thinking isn't serving us as well as it might once have done. It seems that we maybe need to explore and improve the relationships between all of these things to improve our health as individuals, in our families, in our communities, but also in our economies, our societies, and across the globe. Health is a big topic, and we are all one. How about you? Well, that thing for me that surprised me was how many people speak of how health cannot be achieved alone kind of relates to what you just said. (laughs) It takes a community. It takes a whole team. Health doesn't exist in isolation. Also surprising to me and fascinating, and I have thoughts about it that I don't really know what to do with yet, (laughs) is how similar, uh, well, how like health and security, like issues of national policing strategies and national health strategies are so interlinked. They are so like each other. And I'm not in politics, nor am I in administration or research, but I still want to know if and how the key players in these two realms get together and learn from one another. It does seem like there needs to be a little more conversation across those divides, doesn't it? It does. It does. And then what about this past year? <laughs> like, <laughs> How naive were we when we started this whole thing? For two people who think that health is super important and really interesting, to have the backdrop of this past year ongoing as we struggled to carry on our lives has been, like all things in 2020, incredible and over the top. We've had a global pandemic. We've seen lockdown. We've seen how leadership impacts outcomes, elections. We've seen how disparity creates vulnerability and how anger can boil over into movements for racial injustice. It's all been there on a global stage and our jaws drop and the curtain gets pulled back in ways that have made us all really uncomfortable. We have to take a look at the things we don't want to look at. And these are all events that circle around the central unifying theme of health. So as we considered our next season, we wanted to keep doing the things we set out to do. Big picture, little picture. And so you will find that there are episodes that focus on some of those big themes and some episodes that deep dive into one specific direction. 
It all starts next week with our season three launch episode, a comprehensive conversation with BC RCMP Deputy Commissioner Jennifer Strachan, who came to talk to us about questions we had about systemic racism and intolerance of other forms in Canadian policing. I was the most nervous I have ever been in preparing for this episode, not gonna lie. I was like, holy moly, have we ever bitten off more than we can do? <laughs> but in the end, I don't think so. In fact, what I guess I learned is how we need to have more and more conversations like this. It's not media, it's not news, it's a conversation to approach the complexity of the whole story. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. We're going to talk food security with Dr. Tamara Soma, social determinants of health with the director of the BC CDC Foundation for Public Health. Her name is Christy Kerr. And that organization, by the way, is unique to BC. We'll talk fitness and homelessness. They link in ways you'd never guess. We'll deep dive into concussion, endometriosis, and kangaroo care. We'll capture the challenge of search and rescue and more. We hope you'll notice the big picture as well as the little picture moments in time. We really hope you like it. So today is Christmas Day. We'd like to take a moment to express some gratitude to our families who have all had to get used to the podcasting that's happening in the living room these days and to our guests who agree to talk to us. We aren't celebrities. We're newbie interviewers. We're not always expertly informed as to the nuances of particular topics of expertise. And we fumble along and have tech challenges and still these lovely people come. Thank you. And you, dear listeners, we are incredibly grateful to you for listening, subscribing, posting and reposting in social media and helping getting our conversations heard. And we hope you'll carry those conversations into your own communities. We'd love to hear what you think, and we'd love to hear what you're curious about learning, too. If there's something you think we need to be talking about, send us an email or reach out to us on social media. We always ask our guests what their definition of health is. And what we notice is that once again, there are themes within the definitions. Universally, there is a challenge to describe the complexity and immensity of health. We hope that when you listen, dear listeners, you learn. We hope you're delighted and amazed and challenged and hopeful and angry and moved. We hope you work on your own definition of what health is to you. We've got a great season on the way, folks. And starting January 1st, we'll be here. And we'll have the coffee on. If you liked what you heard, we encourage you to head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Better yet, subscribe and leave a review. That really helps to make it easier for others to find us to help broaden this small conversation.